Let's get nuts. Film Junkie live on your Monday, April 11th. And we're almost at Easter time. What the hell? Too bad I don't get the day off or get that good Friday off. That's, that would be nice if I got that. Thank you guys for showing up. Make sure you smash that like thumbs up. Make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure your notification bells are on. All that stuff. So, all right, let's see who's out there. We got lots to talk about today. Oh my God. Where are we at here? All right, hopefully it's not another Jason Kylar. I don't know what that means because I thought Jason Kylar was fine. I thought he was good. I, I, I didn't have an issue with uh, Jason Kylar. thought he did his job pretty well. Anyways, hello, everybody. You know, let's see, Hal Jordan right here. Had you had a good week? I'm not expecting the new regime to move forward with the Snyderverse, but hoping that they would at least put a good plan forward. Hey, that's all we can uh, really hope for right there too, right? going on space mutant apparently uh you know you've been doing a lot of talking right now <laughs> what's going on zoinkers zoinkers all right who else we got we got ryan here we got scotty cook crook i should say we got knight lamore right here hey zed we got tyler ceo mr eric batterson we got dorian also right here hello darling celebrate yes the bbs you gotta love that uh, thanks to uh, Sopranos, Breaking Bad. Oh, oh, is that what you're trying to? Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, we got Mr. Fear Jason right here. What's going on? We got William Powell. What's going on? Mr. Sci-Fi Center himself. Stephanie, too. All right. Let's see. Uh, opening music turned off. Yep, we got Steph. Good to see you. Elon, yeah. Board I know. Apparently, he's not going to be part of the board of directors now. That crazy guy, that's crazy guy, I tell you what. We got a Mr. Eric Z. Nighthawk is here, of course. Good to see you, Steph. All right. Cat's uh, here. Cat's here. Good to see you, Cat. We got Chris the Lunchbox right here. The intro, chill as fuck with a smoke. Yeah, there you go, with the smoke. Yeah. See, I always like to open it up with some nice, relaxing music, kind of, sometimes. Going on, Miss Rosemary. My weekend was pretty good. Pretty good. One word, two syllables. I can't even say it. One word, two syllables. Sushi. Had a lot of sushi. That's for damn sure. Yep. So that's good stuff. Uh, what's up? What's going on, Mr. JD McRae? Yeah, that's good. What's good? We got fourth right here. Yeah, apparently I am. And uh, apparently so is Mr. Chris Wong Swenson. I'm kind of wondering who the other two are. If one of them is Garza, I'm going to laugh my ass off because that's going to piss off so many people. Yes, I know who you're referring to. I know who you're referring to, Mr. Fourth. Uh, that Snyder Colt um, uh, username and, and uh, YouTube, yeah, which a lot of people aren't happy with. I was the first pillar. Chris Wong Swenson was the second pillar. And uh, I'm kind of curious to see who the other two are. Please let it be Garza, and then please let it be Colbert. <laughs> I love it. It's funny. It's funny to me. I mean, people take it too seriously. I don't take it that seriously. It's funny. All right, we got Captain Gator Girl here. Hi, Cat. Hi, Mama Film Junkie. She is here too. Always good to see you, Mom. Hey, subscribe. Thank you, Lamb Dog Comics. 
appreciate that. Whoa. And it jumped. It jumped. It jumped. All right. Let's see. Ah, you finally put up. Yeah. <laughs> Easter. I know. It's like, really? We have to put up decorations for that. You've seen the rumors about HBO Max developing Aqualad. Yes, I actually have. Um, that is happening. Apparently, and Charlize Theron is going to be like producing that. So, yeah, when that when that really kicks in the gear, we'll talk about that a little bit more. That'd be pretty cool. They're pretty cool. Hey, we got Mr. Jose right here. What's up? Happy Sunday. Let's go Dodgers. <laughs> the Dodgers that are what one and two right now, and currently in last place. I know it's the beginning of the season, and we've only had one series, but I'm just saying, just saying. I mean, the Giants. I was hoping that they would sweep the Marlins, but they didn't sweep the Marlins. But they won two out of three, so I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. So, what's up, Brandon? Yes, hey, Cat's been a member since uh, for four months, and on National Cat Day, so, or not Cat Day, but Pet Day. So that actually works with the name. So thank you, Cat, for being a loyal member for four months right there. Meow. Yep, that. There you go. All right, let's see. Apparently yesterday was National Siblings Day. Yes, it was. Yeah, I, there's, there's a day for everything, I tell you what. There just is a day for everything, I tell you. So much. All right, so let's see. Who else is here? We got Jay here. We got everybody here. All right, hello, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so that's pretty much could the yeah, – maybe. You never know. We'll see what happens. Wonder Meg's here. Hi, Meg. How's it going? Good to see you. Hope things are good. All right, guys. Thank you guys for uh, clicking in. We got so much to talk about because it is the Monday show. The Monday show always has so much to talk about. And um, yeah, man, we got to talk about this merger. It's all in full effect. There are so many articles that have come out since like Friday. And we're not going to go over like every single one of them. But I'm going to like, you know, at least go, hey, look at this one. Hey, look at that one. We'll go over most of it. But my God, it's been crazy. But yes, of course, I got my Monday wine. So my Monday wine. Wine? Yeah. I'm whining. Anyways, no. But uh, cheers, guys. Yes. A new era is upon us when it comes to Warner Brothers. Hopefully a better one. A better one. It seems like it is. Everything seems to be uh, pretty, uh, you know, I don't know. I think it. it's all seeming like it's going to be good, at, at least. You know, we'll see. Dave Zaslov and company try to get everything back, try to make sure. I mean, let's just face it. In the past few years, uh, there's been some uh, people that have been part of Warner Brothers that have um, really just um, fucked the thing up a lot, where now big directors don't want to come and work for them. That's what's happening. They're finding work other places. I mean, when you lose Christopher Nolan, that just tells you something right there. Now, I know like the whole Jason Kylar thing, that probably had something to do with it. Again, I have nothing against Kylar. I think he was just trying to move where everything was going with the pandemic and everything like that. It's just there's some interesting stuff, but, you know, maybe it wasn't the full on best decision of how he approached it. But I, I, I certainly don't say that that guy was like any kind of like, oh, fuck that guy. He definitely wasn't a he's not a, he's not up there with the the Emmerichs and the Hamadas and the Sarnoffs in the in the company. OK, some people are making it seem like he is. But anyways, cheers, guys. Happy Monday. Happy end of Monday. Goddamn. Happy end of Monday. So, all right, guys. Um, let's see. Let's see what we got here. All right. Let's go to the tweets. Let's get to these tweets, huh? Oh, got to turn that off. All right. Right off the bat, right here, the team. This is a cool little silhouette poster for Jurassic World Dominion right here. 
can see everybody. You can see the old school people, and then of course the new cast right there. I thought that's a pretty cool shot of everybody right there. So can't wait for this movie. It's coming out uh, what in June? I think it is. I don't know. Something like that, right? I don't know. Anyways, um, oh yeah, I talked about that. Yeah. Remember that whole, I mean, that's the thing, and I even said it in my video right here, is like the fact that there was uh, the Rebook, the Rebook, but who knows if it's an actual Rebook, who knows? Like I said, we always, a lot of us try to pretend like we know what's happening, and we're all just coming from a, uh, a fan biased when it comes to things that are happening, but yes, the update, IGN, that Rolling Stone article that we talked about last week if you didn't see my little short video i did one about it because you know it was the news of thursday last week that uh you know basically warner brothers said yeah that was over exaggerated that was exaggerated all the uh you know the the emergency meeting with ezra miller and everything like that so take it what you know we just got to be patient what do i keep on saying just a little patience yeah when does this man sleep when does he sleep? Zack Snyder hitting the gym, hitting his own personal gym at his house at 5.15 in the morning. Like, what the fuck? This guy's, I mean, I, I, but I know. I've talked to the guy. I've even asked him about his, uh, you know, how when he wakes up, when he goes to sleep. I mean, he, apparently he's just one of those guys that wakes up at like 4 in the morning, 4.30 in the morning, and uh, yeah. Probably has a good cup of coffee. I don't know if he's like, uh, he probably, you know, gets a little protein, some carbohydrates, and then hits the gym right there. There's also another image of, I guess he was doing leg day. I mean, look at the weight. Look at the weight on that machine right there. Guy's a beast. And remember, he's, what, 56? My God. Guy's a crazy person. But, yeah, 5.15 in the morning, I'm like, jeez. I've tried to do... I've tried to do the whole wake up and have a cup of coffee and let's work out. Now, it takes me a little bit to it. Uh, it takes me probably like two hours. Like when I wake up and, and start my day job, it takes me two hours two, sometimes three cups of coffee to like really go. OK, I'm awake now. It just yeah, it takes a little bit. Guys just got he's got fire run, run through his veins, man. I tell you, hey, you got some flash art right there, which looks pretty cool. I like it. Definitely like it. Yeah. Yeah, all that. All right. All right. Jim Carrey, he says, okay, so there's been many, many rumors that there was a possibility that there was going to be a third Ace Ventura. I even thought there was, they even announced that there was going to be a third Ace Ventura that was coming out. But apparently, according to Jim Carrey, he's not going to do it unless, uh, well, his quote right here, he says, if Chris Nolan came to me and said, I want to make Ace Ventura real and want to do something, you know, something more interesting, then I might listen. So Christopher Nolan, just stop Oppenheimer, postpone it for a little bit, make an Ace Ventura movie with, with Jim Carrey. It'd be gold. It'd be gold. Yeah, I don't. We're not gonna get another Ace Ventura movie, which I'm I'm fine with because, as much as uh, it was great to see Dumb and Dumber two and see Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey together again because I love Dumb and Dumber so much, the movie was still it was not that good. It, it was you watch it again, you just go, huh, this is really not funny because they're just. I mean, so who wrote this script? They were what were they write it yesterday? I mean, it wasn't that great. So. I don't, we don't need another Ace Ventura. We don't. Didn't they make like a, a, the kid Ace Ventura like movie that was really dumb? So we don't need another Ace Ventura. We don't. 
Uh, we got Alessandro right here, of course, who made the art that is behind me. He made this Joker art right here, of course, with this video and everything like that. It's just so pretty. Just all the Jokers, all these Jokers right here. Look at all that. Yeah. And I love the fact that he made, he put blessed. He tattooed blessed on Jared Leto's Joker's forehead right there. So that was cool. But yeah, Alessandro, crazy person. All right, guys. This image right here. This image right here, which apparently I guess someone's selling. I don't know. But just imagine when I saw this image right here on my timeline. Okay, let me take a drink of wine for this one. Just imagine. Imagine in Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2, Nightmare World, some crazy things happen with the Nightmare team. Things are happening. Parademons are attacking. And then all of a sudden... You get a couple of, you, you see parademons, a few parademons getting their heads like just blown off. Boom, boom, boom. You know, crazy action sequence and it, it ends like that. We're just boom, boom, boom. And then when everything's down, everybody's like, what the fuck? And then they look over and there's like maybe like a dust. There's like some dust, you know, there's some wind. And obviously it's the nightmare world. So there's a lot of dust, just a lot of dust. And you see the silhouette. You see the silhouette of a man walking up. And then all of a sudden the dust clears in fucking Zack Snyder slow motion. You see Constantine. You see Keanu Reeves. Constantine walk in with his cross shotgun. Man, could you imagine that? Looking like that too. He could look grizzled. He could look John Wick. I know somebody based this drawing off of John Wick because there's like a crazy little demon dog next to him, which I would be okay with. That'd be pretty sweet if he did have some kind of dog or some kind of something next to him. That'd be pretty sweet. But yeah, I saw this on my timeline and immediately was like, oh, man, how awesome of an entrance would that be? How awesome would that be? It's like some kind of music from Junkie XL, some kind of guitar or something like that. Sorry. I mean, I just full on just fantasizing about an entrance of Keanu Reeves, John Constantine in Zack Snyder's Justice League Part 2. Man. That would be sweet. Oh, it just be it would just be so good. It would be so good. So, yeah, saw that. And I just immediately my 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 movie brain, my story brain just like kicked into gear. And it was like, oh, whoa. Yeah. Good stuff. Hey, one can dream, right? He wants to be Constantine again. Fucking hey, Warner Brothers. Hey, Dave Zaslav, give him a give him a Constantine sequel. Come on. And then we got right here, uh, we got the cover of the script of Rebel Moon right here from Mr. Staz right there. That's his copy, written by Zack Snyder, Kurt uh, Johnstad, and Shay Hayton. Hatton. So, and yes, guys, I've become one of those assholes who uh, post my Wordle, my Wordle victories. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm one of those assholes. I apologize, but hey, sometimes it gets intense with Wordle, and this one was intense. I almost failed this one, and I made it right at the very end. Six out of six. Damn it. And then this is pretty cool right here that Miss uh, Hale Eternal posted this right here. Yeah, can't play too much of it because, you know, copyright. But if you haven't seen it yet, it's pretty cool. She did a little beautiful lie, like, montage for Batfleck right there. And see, there's my wordle right there. I was so close. It, was, it pissed me off, man. I was like, come on. Damn wordle. That thing is addicting. Here's a pretty cool Moon Knight poster right there. Cape porn. I like it. 
like it a lot. You know, you know me. I love me some cape porn. That's for sure. And then we got this. Uh, we got this poster right here for Terminator 2 Judgment Day, which looks really cool. I like it. I like it a lot. So, and yes, opening day, guys. Finally, the baseball season's here. Yay. Love it. Oh, man. And, and then, it, yeah, the Giants are going to be playing in like a half an hour, too. So I love it. Yay. I get back to like when I'm editing and stuff like that. When I'm editing my film junkie shots, I get to watch the Giants play. So very excited for that. And then, of course, the new logo, which that's blurry as shit. Uh, yeah, Twitter and their stupid shit. But obviously, we'll talk about that. But, you know, one thing about the new logo is they went the HBO Max route because why? Dave Zaslav really wants to focus on content for streaming. Smart. It's better than this shit. I don't even know what this shit is. Welcome to Eureka or some shit. I don't know. By the way, great show if you haven't watched it. Anyways, Will Smith, uh, 12 days after Will Smith slapped uh, and screamed profanities at, uh, at Chris Rock. Yeah, Will Smith is now banned from the Oscars for 10 years. Fuck it. Who the fuck cares? I'm sure he's okay with it. Who wants to go to the Oscars anymore anyways? Uh, you know, let's just compare clothing. Look at what I'm wearing. Ha, oh, oh, ha, look at my hair. Ha, oh, yeah. Nobody cares, you know? It's just all about the awards. And long as he gets to keep his award, that's fine. I was worried they were going to take his award away from him, okay? And we're, you know, and I think we're going to talk about, because there's too much other shit to talk about today, there's a couple things we'll be talking about tomorrow that I already have set for tomorrow's stream. Um, there's a certain... Um, a certain actor that did write about Will Smith and uh, and how he should return his Oscar. We'll talk about that tomorrow, as well as another article, too, that'll probably be the main topic. Uh, but it's just way too much to talk about in this stream uh, tonight. So, But, yeah, I'm just glad that he keeps his Academy Award. I did not think they should take it away from him. But if they ban him, fine. You know, who the hell? I mean, there's probably going to be... Who knows? There's probably going to be like a little grace period or something like that. I'm sure after like five years, they'd probably be like, all right, you can come back, man. But he can still be nominated. So that's good, too. You know, I mean, I know there's a lot of people that are like, oh, this is just over a slap. Are you kidding me? They're overreacting. I'm like, no, he he assaulted somebody live on TV. I love it when people say, like, it's just over a slap. I'm like, he assaulted someone on TV. Yeah, sure. It could have been way worse because he could have closed his fist and literally knocked out Chris Rock. But at the same time, I'm just like, you know, yeah, I'm just there is some overreaction. Sure. But then there's some underreaction, too. It's kind of funny. But I'm like, come on, guys. I mean, he still did choose to assault another person on TV. So it's like over. But so. Yeah, I'm just glad that he's keeping his award because I, I was really worried about that. But, hey, he's banned from who, – who the fuck wants to go to the Oscars anymore anyways? Come on, man. So, um, and we'll talk about that even later. Hey, Rebel Moon, got some more people. We got some bad guys because, you know, these guys are bad guys. Carrie Elloway's Corey Stahl join Rebel Moon. That's right, man. The cast keeps on getting bigger and bigger. Carrie Elways and Corey Stahl have joined the galaxy-spanning cast of Zack Snyder's epic sci-fi fantasy Rebel Moon. Epic, right? Uh, Dutch actor uh, Michael, Michael Huzman and Mexican thespian Alfonso Herrera, Herrera 
Yeah, I'm trying to roll that, roll those R's right there. Are also aboard on board um, the Netflix mega project that begins uh, production later this month. That's right. The cast just keeps getting bigger and bigger. Um, I think Mikel Huzman, he was in, um, he was in the flight attendant. He was the dead dude in flight attendant. Attendant. So there you go. I mean, there's just so much that's happening. And even Deborah Deborah Snyder, she she posted like a screenshot that somebody made of like the entire cast. I mean, the cast is just, just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger, but man, Carrie always come on. I mean, Corey Stahl, I mean, you know, he's going to be playing some kind of dickhead. <laughs> I mean, he just, he's just always, you know, you always, you cast him to not be a swell guy. You really don't. And Carrie always can, he could do both. Obviously, you know, he could, you know, Princess Bride, his most notable, role that he's ever had but you know i'm pretty sure that he's probably yeah he's definitely going to be playing a bad guy so man i can't i can't wait till we start getting some more rebel moon tea man it's gonna be great it's gonna be fantastic so cool I'm glad the the cast keeps on getting bigger and bigger i wonder if we're gonna i wonder if that's it might be it who knows guess we'll see hail this snyderverse that's for damn sure hail this snyderverse and then, of course, this was the uh, the reveal of the new logo right here. Yeah, which will, you know, we'll talk about that. We'll be talking about all of that. So, and then, of course, uh, yeah, even Will Smith, he uh, he says he accepts and respects the Academy's decision to ban him for 10 years. So there you go. Will Smith, regardless of how you feel, at least Will Smith, he's like, you know what? Hey, whatever you give me, fine. Again, he's keeping his award. That's all that matters, okay? Because he did a fantastic job in King Richard, okay? So, nothing wrong with that. And then, of course, yes, I saw everything, everywhere, all at once. And please go see that movie. It is fucking fantastic. It is great. I love it. Um, like, you want to see a u- unique spin on the whole multiverse concept? Yeah, that's a movie that you're, some of the concepts in, in everywhere Everything Everywhere All at Once is not going to be shown in any kind of Marvel movie. That's for damn sure. Probably a DC movie as well. So, And then even Carrie Elways, he took to, uh, to Instagram and he said, very excited to be working with the wonderfully talented Zack Snyder on his new project, Rebel Moon. That's right. My very first sci-fi with the master himself. Carrie Elways has never been in a sci-fi movie. What the fuck? So called Zack Snyder a master. Gotta love that shit. Just got to love it. The respect that that man gets. The respect that he gets. And then look at this. Look at all the Batman and Superman right here, man. Look at that. That's right. Got to love it. Being DC fans can be tiring. Yes, it can be exhausting with everything that's happening with Warner Brothers. But at least, at least you can have respect and have whatever Pick your poison. Who's your favorite? Doesn't matter. Doesn't mean one's worse than the other. Just it's subjective. As Ray says, it's all fucking whatever the hell. I mean, personally, you know, when it comes to bat, my favorite Batman is Ben Affleck. My favorite Superman is Henry Cavill, of course. But doesn't mean I don't love the other guys, too. I mean, I'm still kind of working on Tyler Hoechlin. You know, he's not, you know, but I need to catch up on Superman and Lois, which is actually a pretty good series. I just need to catch up on it. He's definitely, I, at first I was like, eh, who the fuck is this guy? But now, you know, after watching the first season of Superman and Lois, I'm like, okay, I could see, I, I could see it. I could see it. So this is adorable. Little kid dressed up as Moon Knight. 
Oscar Isaac, of course, posing with him. And then you got Spider-Man just back. <laughs> just photobomb by Spider-Man. Got to love that. Got to love that. And then, of course, 18 years ago, Shaun of the Dead showed up. So somebody did that picture thing that people do where, like, they, they find the locations that they shot this stuff. I love that. Shaun of the Dead, man, that movie. That's my favorite Edgar Wright movie right there. Definitely is. Concept art for the Batman. Leading people out of the uh, the flooded arena right there. That's cool. Uh, Elijah Wood says it should be Discover Brothers. Why not? I think that's a pretty good idea. Two out of six with this Wordle, bitch. That's right. That's right. Watch yourself. Hopefully you guys check out the Vodka stream with Mr. Reeves FX. Sean Reeves, love talking to that guy. Talking Batman and Batsuits with him. Pretty good stuff. And then, yeah, uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. We'll talk about the box office, of course. Look at these statues right here or these, uh, uh, you know, these drawings right here that potentially could be statues of uh, the armored suit. And then, of course, the nightmare suit, which, yes, I guess it's a suit. Whatever. 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 And we got Battenson right here. And then we got Batfleck right there. Same pose. You can love it all, guys. You can love it all. We got David Ayer posting when he was uh, – filming when he was editing fury takes a lot man a lot of work to edit these damn movies larry fong tweeting out uh tweeting out somebody uh posting a video about you know i think it's the corridor crew right that uh was tweeting out about yeah, the corridor crew tweeting um basically talking about 300 and how fantastic it is so that's great uh every episode of stranger things season four Stranger Things Season 4 is going to uh, be over an hour long. So that's going to be quite a binge right there. Can't wait for that. It's about time. How long has it been since we... Man, it seems like forever right here. Hey, the budget for Northman was Northman was actually $70 million, not 95 So low budget. Let's support this movie, guys. Original content from a fucking... Great, fantastic director. So hopefully you guys support this movie opening weekend. I, de I definitely am. And, uh, yeah, so we got to make sure that we got to support these fucking, these original, these, this, these original movies, original films that are coming out. I thought this was funny because it's like, when the fuck are we going to get this Thor Love and Thunder trailer? And so MT right here said, Breaking, the Thor Love and Thunder trailer will premiere during the post credits of Thor 4. I thought that was funny because, yeah, it's like, when the hell are we going to get this damn trailer? Who knows? I thought this was hilarious. <laughs> Nevermind inspired the Batman poster right here. Got the Batman swimming right there. Of course, you know, they uh, didn't include uh, a certain body part, which is a good thing. Uh, Batman unmasked the truth. I just thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I laughed when I saw that. And hey! Did you guys see me post this? Everyone, this is Alfred. I work for him. My favorite line of Zack Snyder's Justice League, by the way, because being a Batman fan and the dynamic between Alfred and Bruce is always uh, crucial when it comes to any Batman story. And uh, Jeremy Irons and Ben Affleck are my favorite, of course, duo when it comes to uh, Bruce and Alfred, Batman and Alfred. And uh, the, the line right here when he shows up to the cave um, with everybody, with the Justice League. And he just, just says, hey, everyone, this is Alfred. I work for him. Such a great line. Subtle humor. The dynamic is great. And just you could just sense the, the, 
the respect that Bruce has for Alfred. But the reason why I tweeted it out was because, well, it, we all knew it was going to be the case because Ben Affleck is going to be in the Flash. Why the fuck would not? Why, why wouldn't Jeremy Irons be in the Flash? Okay, that was revealed. It's not a leak. I don't think that's a leak. That's anything. I think that's just kind of common knowledge. Like, okay, if you're going to have scenes with Batfleck, you got to have Alfred there, right? So that means we're going to have scenes in the cave. I don't know. Who knows what's going to be happening? But it was essentially that's what was um, revealed, I believe, yeah, yesterday. It was revealed that. And it's like, okay, yeah, of course, Alfred. Jeremy Irons, who knows? I mean, that would suck if something happens where his scenes get cut out. <sighs> please don't let that happen. But that's why I tweeted it out because, oh, yeah, it started making the rounds that Jeremy Irons was going to be in it. So, yeah, it makes sense. And I uh, can't wait to see um, can't wait to see more of their dynamic because it was a great dynamic, my favorite dynamic, and uh, especially between BVS and uh, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Just just the growth there, I guess you could say. And be careful, Jezebel, I retweeted this because I was like, hey, there's some, you know, they're releasing more clips in HD now because we're getting closer to the to the release of the Batman. But if you like, you know, you post those clips, uh, you know, as tweets, you could get your fucking account pulled. She's gotten her account pulled. So that's why I was like, oh, let me retweet that because be careful when tweeting out stuff for the Batman. I mean, if you quote tweet somebody, that's on them still. So, I mean, I guess you could, but yeah, there, I, I've noticed some people have been tweeting out like actual HD video of scenes from the Batman, like the opening scene, like the ending scene when he cuts the cable. I've seen that. Just be careful. You don't want to get your account pulled because yeah, Warner Brothers are dicks. And speaking of that, listen, listen to Mr. Robert M Meyer Burnett right here. When it comes to Toby and everybody, you probably heard it before, but listen to it again. Discovery would be taking over his company and saw that his contract was coming up during the closing window. Usually in these cases where a top level executive's contract is coming up when a major change is anticipated, that executive would get a contract extension to ensure that they have a place in the new configuration. I suspect that they had told Toby he, that they would not give him that contract extension he desired. Frankly, I don't blame the current current management because Toby has taken one of the greatest Hollywood studios to one of the last places where talent wants to work. I could write a whole thesis on how the legacy of Warner Brothers was destroyed the moment Kevin Sujahara and Toby Emmerich took over the reins of the studio. The chummy bro culture will continue to exist until some major change takes place. Govery would be taking over his company and saw that his contract was coming there up. There you go. The well said, sir. And please write that thesis. Please write that thesis. I uh, hope I can get him on the vodka stream again. Love talking to that guy, man. Just spitting those, yeah, like I said, yeah, Stephanie, spitting those facts. Sujihara, Toby Emmerich, just a plague, a fucking plague. And I hope Zaslav sees that, okay, and doesn't renew his contract. And I don't think he's going to. So, well said, Mr. Uh, Mr. Robert, and then we got this right here. Hey, some Joker, uh, Jack Nicholson Joker right there, images. I love that. I love this pixely Batman the Animated Series art right here. Cross-stitch, whatever you want to call it. Looks cool. Like it. And yes, like I said, guys, please go watch everywhere, every, everything, everywhere, all at once. Please do that. Michelle Yeoh is a powerhouse in that movie. My God. 
And hey, update. <laughs> okay, so remember like what, a couple of weeks ago, Robert Eggers was talking about how, you know, editing the Northmen was like, oh my God, it was like grueling. It was horrible because, you know, studio wanted to, you know, do this, change this, change that. Well, he's changing his tone now. I don't know if it's because the studio was like, dude, what the fuck? Why'd you say that? Have you heard about the whole Warner Brothers and Zack Snyder thing? We don't want that here. So apparently now when he was talking to The Guardian, he said, this is the film I wanted to make. This is my director's cut. The studio pressure made the film what I originally pitched to them, which was the most entertaining Robert Eggers movie I could make. Now, is he bullshitting? Did he get that phone call and be like, dude, what the fuck? And then now he's like, that's right. This is what this is my director's cut. Uh, forget what I said before. This is the most entertaining Robert Eggers movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's kind of interesting. It is interesting how he, at one point, we talked about his quote, how he said it was like a horrible experience. And then he said, I don't know if you want to make a, a big movie again with like a studio because they were asking him to cut things down. Now, all of a sudden, he's coming out saying, what are you talking about? This is the movie I wanted to make. Sounds almost David Ayer-ish. A little bit. A little bit. So I kind of rubbed my chin. But with the reactions to The Northman, they are very positive, and a lot of people are saying it's a masterpiece. So it's not like the movie is suffering from it, at least from the reactions from people that have seen it already. So it's a, you know it's not going to be the same situation, but it just kind of makes you wonder, like, huh, did they put you up to this there, sir? Did they put you up? I don't know. But long, you know, long as the movie is still, still, uh, people are still enjoying it, so. Guess we'll see. Can't wait to see it. And apparently uh, Elon Musk, he deleted this tweet. He put out a poll that said, should Twitter remove the W? <laughs> uh, Elon Musk, is he's crazy. I, lo I, and I love that. I love that he's crazy. But yeah, he put out a poll that said, should Twitter remove the W? So it should be titter. <laughs> I mean, why not? I just thought it was funny. So then, of course, I naturally used the uh, his most memed photo ever of him smoking a joint. So, and there you go. Deborah Snyder tweeting out the cast. What a cast. So she's excited. Miss Producer. God, man, I cannot wait to get some kind of like footage behind the scenes. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so good. And then check this out. Queen Studios announces the life-size bust of Henry Cavill's Superman. But yeah, look at this. They're explaining it right here. Obviously, you know, you could read the subtitles. But yeah, you can actually get a life like a life-size bust of Henry Cavill Superman with all that texture and all that everything like that. God damn it. Every time I see stuff like this, I'm like, my, why can't look at that? The symbol comes out, uh, comes off like that. And you have baby, baby, baby Kal-El right there. Look at that. It's crazy. Man. Exactly. Cat. Exactly. All right. Yeah. Look at that thing is awesome. 
And then this this poster is also awesome from Moon Knight right there that people are making. Gotta love it. And then, yes, guys. Yes, 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 yes. Trying to sound like Jeff Goldblum. Yes, 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 yes. But the Batman is now been officially confirmed for April April 18th on HBO Max. Dun, 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 dun. There you go. April 18th, right there. And such the way. So they've been tweeting that like pretty much all day where it's been just nothing but uh, talking about that. I think that's funny too right there. <laughs> just riding in a little Batmobile right there. My God, it's good stuff. But uh, yeah, so there you go, guys. Officially right there, as you can see with that video. HBO Max, April 18th. Cannot wait. That's in a week. We got a week until you can actually watch The Batman at the at your house in the comfort on your favorite chair your couch everything like that turn off all the lights you know pour yourself a drink and watch the batman can't wait i'll be watching it this weekend for sure april 18th is it this weekend no not this weekend it's next weekend you you get what i'm saying jesus christ i'm bad with dates anyways all right uh, Claudia Bonfay will serve as set uh, decorator for Zack Snyder's Rebel Moon. So uh, apparently she did Loki. She did uh, Loki's. Uh, she was a set de decor decorator for uh, Loki. So sure she's up for the job right there. Got to love it. There's a John Lennon biopic that's near pre-production with a finished script from Bohemian Rhapsody screenwriter Anthony McCartan. So... Imagine all the people. There you go. That's pretty cool. Uh, did good on that one. Did good on that one. So, yeah, there you go. They're just, there you go. What's black and blue? Dead all over. April 18th, guys. And then this fucking Barbie movie. What is going I mean, Will Ferrell now is going to be joining this Barbie movie. So now I'm even more intrigued because I love Will Ferrell. And I'm like, what the fuck? He's going to be in this movie? All right. Interesting. I, I, it's just more intriguing and more intriguing the more people are cast. And then we got a new shot from Jurassic World Dominion right here of Laura Dern. She's still very beautiful. And there's a little baby triceratops, which is a little throwback, I guess you could say. That's cool. And then there's... Okay. Okay. Um... um I, I'm going to see this movie, of course. You know, those spirit Halloween stores that show up every Halloween and you can go get some costumes, some makeup or whatever the fuck. There's going to be a movie based on the spirit Halloween stores, I guess. And it's going to be starring Christopher Lloyd. That's all you had to say. Starring Christopher Lloyd. I'm there. I'm there. Never knew I needed that in my life, but yeah. I'm sure there's going to be some a store that's sting, things are going to come to life because sometimes those stores are decorated very well. So, all right, I'm fine with that. And then check this out. This girl right here made about three video stores. She made. Um, I want one of these. I would gladly buy them. I'm sure there'd be a lot. But she made. She made a video store. She made a video store, like a little video store diorama. She even included the clerk's like sign right there as well on it. But yeah, you see this stuff? It is crazy. 
She's got graffiti on it, old video store, and then you even go on, like you open it up and you go onto the inside. Look at that. Old style video store right there. She made that right there. I'm like, God damn, can you mass produce that? Because garbage pail kids. Who didn't have gar I had garbage pail kids. Ah. Yeah, I saw this on my uh timeline. Look at it. It even like lights up like that. Good on her, man. This is what I love. I love it when people do stuff like this. It's fucking fantastic. I need that in my life. Then back to the Barbie movie, Emma Mackey, who is arguably a twin to Margot Robbie, because a lot of people are like, hey, you know, she kind of looks like Margot Robbie. Well, now she's going to be starring in this movie. And I'm kind of wondering, is she going to be playing a twin or a, not a twin, but a, a sister, sister, whatever the hell? I don't know. But now she's in this movie, too. And it's like, oh, OK, they look very, very much alike. So sisters got to be some kind of sisters or something like that. This movie's crazy. This movie, I'm like getting more intrigued by it uh, every every casting choice. I tell you. And then right here, like I said, I, I totally did not know that he was in this movie. K, I, I you know, what, I, I'm going to butcher his name. K. Hoi Kwan. There you go. Uh, of course, short round in Indiana Jones. And of course, he was in Goonies as well. Uh, he walked away. He walked away from uh, movies, even though he was in two really big movies. And yeah, I did not know that he was the husband in Everything Everywhere all at once. You know, he's barely aged. I mean, look at him. He's barely aged. Looks pretty similar to how he did in those movies. But, yeah, apparently um, when uh, he hasn't been in a movie for four decades, he was dismayed by the lack of acting opportunities for Asian-Americans. But the success of Crazy crazy Rich Asians inspired him to return to acting. So hopefully we see more of Quan. I don't want to see more of him because he was fucking awesome in everything, everywhere, all at once. The guy... He has some, I mean, he has some moves, man. He has, a, he has some fight scenes, and they're really good. So, please. Uh, Joe Manganiello, apparently he's going to be in some um, series on AMC Plus, or AMC, I guess you could say, that's called Moonhaven. I guess it's about bringing life to, uh, to the moon right there. It looks like it's got a pretty good cast, so that's what Joe Mang is doing. We got this fantastic work by Hugo Dorado. Of the Joker and Batman right there. I love that. So there you go. And then congratulations to Walker Scobell. Of course, he was in The Atom Project. And if you haven't watched The Atom Project, do yourself a favor. Very entertaining movie. Fantastic movie. Um, he's going to be the new uh, Percy Jackson in Percy Jackson and the Olympians, which is a new series that's coming to Disney+. Plus. So good on that kid. Good on that kid. And oh, my God. Does anybody really care? I don't. Brie Larson's going to be in Fast 10. Gee, gee. Who's she going to play? Who's she going to play? Um, let's see. She's blonde. She's got, yeah, she's, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 it's what, Brian's long-lost fucking sister. That's what's going to be happening, right? Because we already had John Cena come as, you know, Dominic's long-lost brother. So let's have a long-lost sister. Is that what we're going to be having right here? Is that what I'm guessing? That she's Brian O'Connor's sister? Ugh. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm over this franchise, but I'm still going to watch it because it's a fucking movie. And ugh. I'm telling you. After Paul Walker passed, may he rest in peace, it was it. 
It was it. It was it for me. But I still watch them. I still try to power through them. My God. Ugh. YouTuber. Yeah, I saw that. Stephanie, you're right. I saw that. I think it was Vulture, right? Vulture said, YouTuber Brie Larson. <laughs> I was like, what? She's a you. Oh, yeah, she does have a YouTube channel, but uh, it was funny how they called her a YouTuber. I'm like, well, she actually won an Academy Award, <laughs> which she did very fucking awesome in, in, in Room. Not The Room, but Room. Um, all right. And then, of course, we have some Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Character posters. And if you notice, some of these character posters, some of their uh, some of their eyes are covered, like like Illuminati stuff. Look at that. The eye. I mean, yeah, you got Wanda right there. You got Miss Chavez right there. You got Wong. You got Mordo. You got Miss Kristen Palmer right there. So, yeah, I mean, there's some uh, character posters from Doctor Strange, too, right there. So good stuff. I'm getting close. And then I love this art right here. Look at this art. Oh, love it. Absolutely love it. The farm. You got a windmill in the back. And uh, Clark, of course, touching the uh, the leaves out there for all that corn. And then Lois, of course, walking up. I'll take that as a yes. The ring. Ah, ah so good. So good. All right, then. Now. All right, let's talk about all this stuff, all this uh, Warner Brothers Discovery stuff. Like I said, not going to go through like in detail with everything, but there was a lot, a lot of uh, stuff that was coming out. And uh, we'll just kind of go through this stuff right here. Um, so last week when uh, when everything was like kicking in the gear, and we, all, we, we also heard that, of course, that Discovery was going to be, you know, it's going to be taken over as early as Friday. I mean, Zaslav, you could tell Zaslav is very much like he's a guy that just like, hey, let's get some shit done. Let's get it. You know, he treats his work week like a fucking work week. Who knows what he does on the weekends? Probably, you know, golfs. I don't know. He probably works on the weekend. It, it, he sounds like a guy that's still, no matter what, always working, always working. But um, so naturally. He wanted to get everything, you know, all said and done, the merger happening, and then come Monday, bam, business right there. So one of the first things that was coming out was this article. Dave Zaslav takes reins of Warner Brothers Discovery leadership team revealed. So revealing more the team. Yeah. So that team includes Casey Bloys, president of HBO, HBO Max, Warner Brothers picture chairman, of course, Toby Emmerich. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it sucks to see his name still, but, you know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Contract up in November to help manage his large number of direct reports. It's no surprise that Zaslav has tapped trusted Discovery lieutenants for key operational roles, notably Bruce Campbell. What? Groovy. No, not that Bruce Campbell, but, uh, you know, a different Bruce Campbell. And J.B. Perrette. Campbell will... Uh, who had served as Discovery's chief development distribution and legal officer for Discovery, will all sales and revenue generating operations for the company with an estimated market cap of $45 billion. Perrette, previously Discovery's president and CEO of Streaming and International, will oversee all streaming biz business operations, including HBO and HBO Max. It almost seems like Toby Emmerich is going to have barely anything to do when it comes to hearing about the team. Thank you, Mike G. What's going on, Mike G? Davey, have you seen the black and white Joker pick 
of Barry Keegan uh, that shows his full face. Thoughts? Yes, I did. And it looks amazing. It looks amazing, man. I mean, I like I like this version of the Joker. You know? I do. So, really liked it. International Challenge of Warner Brothers. Discovery will be headed up by uh, Gerholt Ger- Zeller, president of Warner Media International, who, along with Blois, Emmerich, and uh, Dungy, is one of the key holder holdovers from the old regime that existed under the AT&T, you know, ownership. Kathleen Finch. So we got, we got, it's just announcing the team. If you guys, you know, go check it out. That's just one of the articles that came out on the seventh. And then we have this, of course, with the new logo, which I thought good on them. This just kind of shows you right there. It was like, all right, we got to make it more HBO max. They are so going to be focusing on HBO Max. That's why this whole box office bullshit that everybody keeps on going back and forth about needs to stop. Okay? Needs to stop. Stop it with the box office shit. I've been talking with people even like, even now, that want to just throw shade at the Batman for not making a billion dollars or not making much as Batman versus Superman. They want to say that it's not, they're, they're saying it's a flop because. Because people said BVS was a flop. It's like, stop it. You don't need, just because other people are hypocrites doesn't mean you have to act like a hypocrite too. Stop it, please. Stop doing that. BVS was success. Man of Steel was a success. The Batman was a success. Come on, stop it. So yeah, the new logo, good stuff. And then it says right here, Warner Brothers Discovery sets unified upfront for May 18th. So Warner Brothers Discovery wants to wants to interest Madison Avenue in everything from Full Frontal to 90 Day Fiance. The newly merged media conglomerate will fold what were once two separate upfront presentations into one. The company said Monday, re- reserving May 18th for a showcase of both Warner and Discovery properties as part of a unified portfolio. <laughs> the new event essentially takes over the spot in May's upfront week previ- previously occupied by Warner Media. For years, that company has held forth in New York's Hulu Theater at Madison Square Garden on Wednesdays during the upfront U.S. TV networks try to sell the bulk of their ad inventory for their next programming cycle. So they're already making moves. May 18th. Up front, what is it? Unified up front. There you go. So there's that. And then we have deadline right here. What lies in wait for Warner Media and Discovery's international operations following the $43 billion merger? So David Zaslav wasted no time, wasted, hasn't wasted time, I should say, in making significant changes in Warner Brothers Discovery. And many of this side of the Atlantic are now wondering what happens in the international ranks where the combined studios have thousands of staff. Even before Warner Media and Discovery closed their $43 million merger Friday, the axe had fallen on the former U.S. C-suite. And with a plan. Remember Anne with a plan? Her plan was to... Get fired. Anyways, uh, the last week's top level call of uh, U.S. staff could save north of $70 million. $70 million. I mean, Zaslav is really trying to be like, all right, we're going to save some money and we're also going to push forward with all this other stuff. One studio insider estimates to us that's just the start of the cost saving efforts designed to squeeze $3 billion out of the new operation, according to forecast, Discovery gave a Wall Street, gave to Wall Street, I should say. Note that the $3 billion in savings is a lot higher than Disney promised Wall Street when it inhaled Fox, a merger that led 
to uh, swatch swaths of staff cuts. So there you go. Another thing, too. Dave Zaslov said, all right, yeah, Wall Street, yeah, we're going to save more money than fucking Disney when they inhaled Fox, which that was a big merger. And he's like, hey, well, I know what I'm fucking doing. With, uh, as, uh, with any mergers, speculation is rife, yeah. The expectation among studio executives will speak in a in, in will speak to in Europe and that there will be a streamlining in local international offices uh, reorganization is surely a given so yeah more stuff about kind of just like hey you know we're going to be tightening up the ship basically what this article is talking about is like tightening up the ship getting rid of uh you know any kind of anchors at all that's going to like weigh any of this company down that's what is basically looking like right here so spokespeople for warner media and discovery both declined comment of course on potential changes all top level public communications to date have come from the u.s but sources on both sides are expecting international focus communications in coming days which is good because hbo max needs to needs to spread more around the world of course and of course they talk about the strategy all that stuff and then the next one if it loads, what Dave Zaslov has planned for the first week leading Warner Brothers Discovery. Dave Zaslov will be pounding the Diet Cokes. Stop drinking Diet Cokes, Dave. It's not good for you. Just because it has diet on it doesn't mean it's good for you. Jeez. Artificial flavor. <laughs> Gives me a headache. This week, as he uh, sprints across the country to Warner Brothers Discovery's various outposts. Monday, the first day, the company begins trading on the NASDAQ under the WBD ticker, which I should have bought stock in it, God damn it, because it did go up. We'll kick off with a visit to Hudson Yards for a series of informal meet and greets with Warner Media employees before he heads to Washington, D.C. for a meeting with senior executives at CNN uh, and CNN anchors at roughly 6 p.m. On Tuesday, Zaslav will visit the company's Atlanta headquarters. The man is going to be busy for the next couple of months. Later this week, the media mogul will jet to Los Angeles where he will hold a company-wide town hall meeting that will be attended by staffers on the lot. Warner Brothers Discovery employees across the globe will be able to uh, access the meeting virtually. Yes, there you go. The whirlwind week comes after Discovery, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, so man's going to be busy. Man's going to be busy. And then you had this article right here, which was very interesting. And I'm barely going to go over it because it is a long, long article. But this came out last week when it came to, I mean, look at some of these people right here. Yeah, look at this motherfucker over here, Mr. Sujihara. Ugh. AT&T's WarnerMedia era, end, era ends. How culture clashes, massive debt, and Donald Trump doomed the merger. Even why are they bringing in me? What do you see? They can't stop talking about me. That's what's going on. Okay, I'm not even the president anymore or nothing like that. But they can't stop putting me in their, you know, their mouths. They just love me so much. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. There you go. There's your Trump impression for um, the beginning of this week. But yeah, read this article. Pretty interesting stuff. Lot, lot of things that are going on in there. And then of course. Warner Brothers Discovery gets Wall Street upgrades as stock makes post-merger debut. One analyst touts that the first direct-to-consumer free cash flow machine, while other co compares it with Disney, but a third expects the elevated debt load and uncertainty around key uh, strategic 
strategic questions to be an overhang for shares for now. So this is all just Wall Street stuff with the mega merger of discovering AT&T's WarnerMedia closing last Friday, creating new media and entertainment giant Warner. Blah, blah, blah. Wall Street is turning its attention to the outlook for the new conglomerate stock that began trading on Monday under the ticker symbol. You know, we already pretty much talked about that. So, yeah, it was already uh, it was down 1.8 percent, but apparently it did go up a little bit. So. I was like, man, I should have probably got into that. So, yeah, everything's all moving. Everything's all moving right now, guys. And, uh, I mean, it's exciting. It's exciting to see what's going to be happening with all this. Uh, even today, too, like, you know, there was another uh, plane that flew over with uh, a banner that said, congratulations, Dave Saslov, which, you know, that was cool. And, of course, it's a restore the Snyder Cut. Congratulations, buddy, for getting the job and getting it done. Now give me what I want. Sorry. <laughs> That's... Well, you know, it's fine, you know, but it's just like, how many banners are we going to fly across Burbank? It's all good. You know, fans want to spend their money wherever they want to spend their money. That's fine. I mean, to me, I'm like, well, can we just direct that towards like a, a campaign or a, you know, a charity or something like that? But, you know, what can you do? What can you do? What were we saying? China supremacy? Oh, I didn't say China. Yeah, when I did my my uh, Trump impression, I didn't say China. That's right. We didn't talk about China because I'm trying not to talk. It's not politically correct. Anyways, but no, it's all exciting, guys. It's going to be interesting to see what happens and what they end up doing. I mean, obviously, we have to be patient. You know, that's that's the that's the key thing is like we have to be patient. We can't just we're not just like at. Dave Zaslav is going to be busy for like the next fucking God knows how many months, six months. At least he's just going to be all over the place. This guy has a goal and has uh, I mean, when it comes to this merger um, and him coming in as CEO, it's different than than any time like these other people come in, your Sarnoff, your Hamada, your Kylar. It's different because obviously this is a big, huge merger and everything like that, and he's leading the whole thing. So he's just going to be out there just like doing his thing and uh, making sure that they're going to be, you know, bring Warner Brothers back to where it is. And then, of course, bring it to a new era when it comes to streaming. That's why I said when they changed the logo to have very much an HBO Max looking logo, it's like smart because that original logo sucked. It wasn't that good. Nobody really liked it. So smart on that to change the logo right there. And then, of course, with the other, I mean, the other version of the logo, which has like the blue and then, of course, the Warner Brothers logo, kind of like old timey style. When I see that logo, it reminds me of just, you know, Looney Tunes cartoons or something like that. But, yeah, hopefully can bring it back. And then when it comes to anything else, I mean, we just got to be patient. Hopefully he has been paying attention to certain things. And like the very first thing could just be release that goddamn air cut, please. Just put that on HBO Max. You need content for HBO Max? Guess what? There's your content right there, okay? And, uh, you know, you're talking about, and, and, and somebody brought this to my attention too, which I saw the, the shot. They talked about how, you know, they brought up Batman vs. Superman when they were talking about Warner Brothers movies and said how like they're epic movies like Batman vs. Superman. It's like, yeah, there you go. There's respect right there. They realize they realize what they have. I think Zaslav realized what they're not going to listen to like these dumbass fucking critics that like want to shit on everything. Zack Snyder. Z Zaslav knows how valuable Zack Snyder is and how 
valuable Chris Nolan is and how the fact that Warner Brothers lost both of them fucking basically just like push him out the door. And who's to blame for that? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anybody's to blame with that, Toby. Um, but, you know, it's just like, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? You know, who knows? Could it could be anybody, Toby? I mean, it's just but you just it could be the whole company. It's all, you know, whatever. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. So he knows how valuable and trying to get like some of the I mean, I wouldn't be surprised like when it comes to Chris Nolan, like he's going to probably really try to get Chris Nolan back. How does he not? And then, I mean, it's going to be harder to get Zach back because obviously he's building like universes over at Netflix. That's going to be interesting. But, you know, he could definitely try. I wouldn't be surprised if he wanted to try or at least like see the value in what he was trying to create over at Warner Brothers. But, you know, and, uh, you know, like like I've even said before, it doesn't even have to be Zach fully coming back. You know, just use his ideas, use his universe, keep his universe intact, which very much is going to be happening with The Flash, regardless of what everybody is saying. It's just I, I hate that. We're like, hey, it's erasing everything. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's just a flash story. It's going to alter timeline, sure, but it's not going to race anything. So it's all very exciting, folks. All very exciting. All right. Let's move on to the next topic. <sighs> okay, so this is also, okay, so this whole situation right here, the uh, Johnny Depp and Amber Heard. Yes, that, that all started today, by the way. Um, this very much is going to be, this is something that Zaslav is going to have to deal with because, Yes, it is Amber Heard and Johnny Depp that are dealing, you know, with everything. But, you know, there's things that have that were involved when it comes to Warner Brothers. OK, but what's interesting about this whole situation is the fact that it might bring to light shady shit. We all know that Sujihara, shady shit already gone. But hmm, Toby, possibly too. Huh? Yeah. The possibility of that. Ah. But Amber Heard, uh, I don't care what side of whose side you're on. If you're on, if you're justice for Johnny Depp, you're justice for Amber Heard. I don't give a shit. They both are toxic. They both should have never gotten together. Okay. But of course, Amber Heard tries to do the whole thing like, oh, I'm the victim. So she released this right here, talking about the situation. I'm going to go offline for the next several weeks. As you may know, I will be in Virginia where I face my ex-husband, Johnny Depp, in court. Johnny is suing me for an op-ed I wrote in the Washington Post in which I recounted my experience of violence and domestic abuse. I never named him. Rather, I wrote about the price women pay for speaking out against men in power. I continue to pay the price. But hopefully when this case concludes, I can move on and so can Johnny. I have always maintained a love for Johnny, a bullshit, and it brings me great pain to have to live out the details of our past life together in front of the world. At this time, I recognize I recognize the ongoing support I've been uh, fortunate to receive throughout these years and in these coming weeks, I will be leaning on it more than ever. With love, always. A. A. Was she Canadian? A. Um, no. But um, so yeah, she put that out there. But it's like you know, she's she's not innocent either. That's the thing, <laughs> you know. But of course, she had to put that and try to play like the whole like, 
Yeah, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, we've heard the things. We've seen the back and forth. But, I mean, apparently there was abuse on the other side, too. You can't take that away from it either. Apparently there was probably some abuse that went Johnny's way from her. You know, you can't ignore that either. But, uh, yeah, whatever side of the argument you're on, and hopefully you guys are neutral because, let's just face it, both of these people are batshit fucking crazy. <laughs> they did not, they should not have ever shacked up, but I'm sure it was fantastic for a while. They were probably, like, fell just madly in lust. Not love, they fell in lust. That's just the way it is. I mean, I'm telling you, that's just, that's what happens. You fall in lust and because everything because you're both batshit crazy i'm sure the sex was fantastic and you all had you know you had some fun and it was all fun and ha ha and then, but then it swings the pendulum swings completely the other way and it's just like when you have a fight oh it gets really crazy with the fights too which i'm sure there's a lot of things but what's interesting about this guys is like the people that are going to have to go up on the stand and talk about shit and it's probably going to be people that worked with amber heard Elon Musk, probably going to be there. Jason Momoa, probably going to be there. Possibility even a Zack Snyder, who knows? Because they've all worked with them. James Wan, possibly maybe too. Maybe they're going to have to like go and like testify about something. Like, you know, did you hear about this? Did you see this? Did you see that? Whatever the fuck. There's going to be some interesting things that are going to be coming about when it comes to this case. And I'm just saying... And I've been saying this is like there's a possibility that Toby Emmerich might end up, you know, getting some shit revealed about him. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just trying to I'm, I'm listening. I'm listening to people that are whispering about things behind the scenes and seeing some stuff. But who knows? Take it all with a grain of salt. I don't know. I could could very well be wrong information. I'm OK with uh, being wrong with the uh, information. I I can actually admit that if it's wrong. <laughs> And be okay. I could be like, hey, sorry about that. I guess that was wrong information I received. <sighs> you know, it's just what happens. You know, unlike people like, uh, what? Yeah, do people hate Grace now? <laughs> I saw the tweet. I saw the tweet. Okay, I saw the tweet, guys. I saw the tweet about that Grace posted out there. And I'm just saying right now, okay, I never say that she's actually like, she's just flat out lying. Because I don't think she's smart enough to lie like that. Um, I think when it comes to Grace and what she puts out there, of course, she said something about that uh, Zack Snyder Justice League didn't pull as many subscriptions in as it that they were expecting to have. Which I think that could be partially true because studios, they when they think about, oh, yeah, this idea, oh, yeah, it's going to bring in so much, so much money. They're always thinking about money, 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 subscriptions, money. And they probably shot really high, and it probably didn't get as high as, but it did get a spike. We saw the fucking infographic that it did get a spike. But I'm not saying exactly that she's lying. I think she's just being fed information because they know she has a WB source. They still are there ever since we know. And Sarnoff pre-recorded interview the Monday after Zack Snyder's Justice League came out, already putting the kibosh on anything further. Called the sack. A or cut. Oh, it's just the trilogy kind of thing, you know? So to me, it's like, obviously, when it comes to her, she's a very big presence in movie YouTube. So they're going to, hey, you know, we're going to tell you this information because we know you'll say it. But I just find it funny because there's no matter what, in every fandom, there's always just going to be groups of people that 
you say what they want to hear, they're going to love you to death because how many times has it gone back and forth between I hate Grace, I love Grace, I hate Grace, I love Grace. It's like, will you guys just stop it? Okay, when she says things that you want to hear, like Batfleck doesn't die, he's leaving the door open. They're like, oh my God, yay, thank you, Grace. But then, of course, when she says stuff like she said today, now it's like, I hate this, I hate her, I hate her with a passion. What the fuck? She needs her YouTube to be taken down and all this stuff. It's like, you can't be like that. You can't be like that. But to me, like I said, I think she's just being fed, you know. Maybe she's being fed just information that they want her to put out there. So then they can kill the hype because, you know, to, you know, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Who knows? I could be wrong, as, as always. That's just me. Now let's go to the Marvel side. Uh, a lot of people were talking about this yesterday. Christian Bale. No. No. That's what a lot of people were saying when they... Basically, we got the reveal of his character. Um, God damn. Uh, what, what's this character? Damn, I'm just like totally blanking out right now. Yeah, that's like asking this, <laughs> the fandom to not spam hashtag. I know. I know. I know, Jose. I know. But uh, Jesus Christ, I am the who. Pff, I, and I apologize. Who Who is Christian Bale playing again? I might have to look it up. I forgot his. Yeah, you guys will say it to me. What's his, what's his what's his name? What's his name? Come on, somebody in the chat. I'm like totally drawing a blank because uh, I'm not too familiar with the character. Yeah, Gore. There you go. Gore the God Eater. There you go. Thank you. I was like, I knew I, I knew there was I knew there was like something the God and it just totally drew a blank. But yeah, no, it's not Beta Ray. It's not Beta Ray Bill. A lot of people thought that it was going to be the case at first, but no. But uh, this was revealed right here. Oh, my God. So apparently that's what he's going to look like. Not really much like how the character does look like in the source material. And that's what a lot of people were kind of complaining about. Interesting. But, yeah, this was all revealed right here. Showing, of course, uh, you know, just little uh, you even see like, a, you know, a couple versions of Thor. We see, uh, of course, Jane. As uh, as uh, her version of Thor, we see uh, we see uh, Groot and we see we see Mr. Chris Pratt right there. And uh, yeah. But yeah, a lot of people are talking about this guy right there. I don't know. Yeah. See, a lot of people are saying, yawn. it looks like shit. Uh, OK. Oh, God, the God butcher. I was about to say. <laughs> I love it. Gore, the puss eater. I love that. I love that more. The God butcher. That's right. Yeah. So this is what he looks like right there, folks. Yeah. So a lot of people are not really liking it because it's uh, they thought there was going to be more like the source. But what, I don't know what we're going to expect. What I found funny, though, what I found funny is I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that from somebody, you know, who's got who's kind of known out there. It's just always funny when you when when certain like YouTubers or whatever the hell personalities, when they talk about stuff like this and uh, the tweet. I, you know, and I'm, I, you know, I, I, I'm not, I don't know the exact tweet, but basically he was saying like, hey, if you get Christian Bale to play a villain, you don't cover his face up with CGI. And I'm going, Thanos? Steppenwolf? What the fuck? Andy Serkis? What? Hello? It's like, what? You, you, 
You can't have an actor do mocap CGI. Ray Porter. What? You can't have an actor do CGI mocap to capture the emotion and still very much act his ass off. Come on. <sighs> That's it. Was just kind of funny. I was like, yeah. I mean, you very well could have that. Hell, even the Mowgli movie. Even the Mowgli movie that Andy Serkis made that had Christian Bale in it. And he had all of them do mocap. I was like, what? What? The technology is there. So, anyways. Just had to put that out there because I was like, really? Did I just read that? That you don't? Just because, I mean, yeah. Christian Bale, one of the best actors working right now. But then they're like, yeah, hey, you don't you don't cover his face up with CGI. It's like you can easily do that. <laughs> you could easily do that nowadays. Get out of here. What are you fucking talking about? So guess we'll see when we finally get that trailer, whenever the fuck that's gonna be. Hoping for the best, but <laughs> after seeing Ragnarok, I just cannot be excited for that movie. I think Christian Bale is like the the one thing where I'm kind of going, okay, we'll see. We'll see. Box office. All right. Box office report. Uh, we, yeah, I did a little short video yesterday about the, uh, the box office, which uh, was a good box office this weekend, but let's talk about it more in detail. All right, who saw Sonic the Hedgehog this weekend? Because a lot of people did. Now we got, see, every Sunday it's always rough box office numbers. And, you know, yesterday it was saying 71 million. Now we got the actual number that's 72.1 million domestic worldwide right there. So Sonic the Hedgehog 2, which, you know what? Talking with people and just thinking about that movie, I tell you what, man, I enjoyed it more than the first. And they really were like, okay. I mean, even though there was like a, a, a kind of a dumb little subplot that kind of took it into a little direction for a little bit where I went, okay, can we get back to the animated creatures that run really fast? Can we do that? Um, this movie was super enjoyable. And of course, Jim Carrey, you have Jim Carrey in a movie and you let him loose, you're going to get gold. And it's again, just like the first one. That's what, uh, you know, it's just good. But it, this movie is definitely better than the first. I thought, um, and yeah, $142.1 million worldwide. So man, are we going to get that Sega universe cinematic universe? I hope so. You know, you, you know that that is happening right now. They're going to figure, I mean, obviously we, uh, we even talked about in the vodka stream that we're going to get like a smash brothers kind of universe thing. That's going to be happening. Who knows? We'll see, but man, I tell you what, but this movie just, yeah, it's doing gangbusters. And, uh, you know, when I went and saw it, I, I would say probably about 75 to 80% my theater was full. And it was mainly, you know, it was mainly kids and families and stuff like that. So, you know, it's it's uh, it's very enjoyable for the whole family. It really is. But uh, and then, of course, we got Morbius. 126.3. I, I don't think it's going to get any further. <laughs> Uh, you know, what can you do? It's fucking Morbius. Yeah, what can you do? But a 73.8% drop from weekend to weekend. That is, whew. yeah, for all the 
you know, for all like uh, certain Snyder fans that really want to say that the Batman was a flop. I mean, the Batman had a very they, they had it, it, it had like what a 50 percent or less than 50 percent drop. Yeah. And, you know, and then especially when I saw Snyder fans praising Morbius over Batman, I'm like, all right, whatever. I get what you're doing there. Narratives and all. But, uh, yeah, then we got the Lost City, which is still doing relatively well. Not doing so well internationally, I guess. It's it's a date movie. I didn't really enjoy it. You know, I wasn't really a fan. But then he got people weren't people weren't up for some Bayhem over the weekend. They definitely weren't over some Bayhem. I still want to see the movie. I've heard good things about the movie. But, yeah, uh, domestically, uh, Ambulance, 8.7. You know, people were just weren't in the mood for Bayhem. But at the same time, it's a Michael Bay It's a Michael Bay movie. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to enjoy it. I, the cast, great, everything. I, I actually might see it this week, to be honest, because I'm not going to go see the Fantastic Beast movies because I haven't seen the other Fantastic Beast movies. So I might actually go see Ambulance this weekend. But I've heard good things. And then, of course, you got the Batman, which uh, sitting at $736.2 million. So there you go. There's the box office right there. But, yeah, man, I mean, it's just uh, box office, box office, schmocks office. I mean, we got to stop. We got to stop using. I mean, it's so funny because I just I hate. Like I said, I was saying at the beginning of the stream, I was like, when you have people that are wanting to say it's a flop or something like that, I'm like, it was a $200 million budget. It's over $700 million. The rule is always times the production budget by two or two and a half. Actually, more like two and a half to three. And even still, you times the production budget of Batman, $200 million, that's $600 million. It's well over $700 million. It might, you know... It's probably going to get probably just past 750 million. Probably won't reach 800 million. It's not looking like. But then, of course, it's going to be on HBO Max. And then you got DVD or uh, Blu ray sales as well. But it's just, I just don't like the fact that now we have, you know, people in the Snyder fandom that are just like wanting to throw shade at it. And I'm like, you can't do that because it did better than Man of Steel. That you're really working against, your narrative is working against what we're, what, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like, I literally had to say that today. I'm like, if you're going to say that the Batman is not a success, then you're going to have to say that Man of Steel wasn't a success because Man of Steel made less than $700 million and had more of a budget. It's like, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you guys doing? Stop doing that, please. It's not the way to go by things. Really not. Man of Steel was a, a success. The Batman, success. BBS, a success. Zack Snyder's Justice League, a success. All success. I don't care what anybody says. I get there's hypocrisy out there, but you don't have to fight hypocrisy with more hypocrisy. Let's not do that. And also, yeah, yeah second Warner Brothers. Brothers. That too. But anyways, just got to get that out there. All right. Let's go to the Twitter questions, huh? See what you guys have to say on the Twitters. Okay. All right. Boop. All right. There we go. All right. Let's see what questions you guys have. Mr. Eric, Mr. Eric Blake. So Elon Musk turning down the seat on... The Twitter board of directors works better for him if he wants more as a 
board member, he wouldn't be allowed to own more than 14.9% shares in the company. In other words, hostile takeover of Twitter imminent. Yeah, could be it. I mean, the guy is, he's a smart dude. He's a smart dude. Anderson Miller, chances of an announcement regarding Snyderverse May 18th? No, I would say pretty much close to zero to none. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't think there's going to be anything announced on that day. It doesn't sound like it's going to be anything announced that day. Tet, hi, Dave. Hope you're doing well. I am. Any guess on how big the Batman budget was with marketing? I haven't seen an ad campaign this big since. Yeah, I'm sure it probably tacked on probably another $100 million. Probably. Maybe a little bit more. Futuro, do you think box office Sonic 2 will get a sequel after his? Yes, absolutely. They already set up a sequel if you watch the movie. Do you think Johnny Depp will recover his acting career after defeating Amber in court? Well, he's got to defeat her first, so hope, you know. We'll see. Do you think Warner Discovery will restore the Snyderverse after the merge fusion? Uh, well, we can hope that it will be some kind of. I mean, it doesn't have to be like full on like, all right, everybody come back. I don't know if that's going to be the case, but there's some version of it. I think I think. I mean, the first step is the air cut. <laughs> that's the thing. The first step is the air cut. I just want to see the air cut get released. That's the thing. That's the first step. Meg, what's your favorite Thor movie? Um, Yeah, the first one. Yeah, the first one's the best one. I would say you go and rewatch that. Mr. Kenneth Branagh did a good job with that movie. After watching Ragnarok, my God, the first one. Yeah, the first one's great. Ah, Mr. Dus, Deuce, Deuce. Have you seen Severance? And what did you think? Uh, or what do you think so far? I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet, but I've heard great things about it. I need to watch it. It's on the list. Bert's Dave, thoughts on the Thor Love and uh, Thunder trailer? I know it's a good trailer. That's a good trailer you got posted right there. I like that. <laughs> I like the hammer in the back. Uh, Edward, so with Jeremy Irons back as Alfred in the Flash movie, I think this will be the craziest film next year. Yes, I truly do, too. Just from talking to people that are either involved or whatever, it just sounds like this movie is going to be something very interesting and special. Cooper Knox, I, for one, am happy the that Warner Brothers Discovery went back with the old school WB logo. Wasn't a huge fan of the shiny, but yes. I agree. I concur. Carrie, what do you make of the fact that uh, WBD called BVS an epic film acknowledging its greatness? Because Dave Zaslav understands greatness, and this new company understands greatness. That's what's so fantastic. That's why we can say fuck everybody who gave it shit. Okay? Again, we don't have to fight hypocrisy with hypocrisy we just got to sit back and just watch people praise the absolute shit out of what Zack Snyder was trying to do just sit back WB has wanted to get awry from the uh, away I think you meant away from the uh, film since 2016 do you think that's a sign that the new regime feels differently about Zack's DCU films than before yes global phenomenon remember that Ryan, how about WD, WBD release all the cuts and expand all the universes? Yes, 
Release that Schumacher cut, too. Please. Dylan. I have shocking information hidden from public. Oh, is that how it works? <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like that. Mr. Andrew Casali, when The Flash comes out, could Michael Keaton give us an iconic I'm Batman? Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure he'll say I'm Batman. How does he not say I'm Batman? That's you got He's got to say I'm Batman. David the Batman, do you think we can get Todd McFarlane to make us a 2021 JL Wonder Woman figure? I know. I wish he would. I mean, the, the, the Wonder Woman McFarlane figure I have is, of course, from Wonder Woman 89. I was like going, why can't I find a fucking JL? Oh, and then I had to ask. I think I asked uh, Meg, actually, and I was like, oh, yeah, they didn't even make one for her. I'm like, God damn it. So, yeah, kind of lame. Movies that mar. Why haven't you watched Severance? I know. I don't have Apple TV, but I think my mom does. Yeah, she does. Duh. She gave me. Sorry, mom. You did give me the password. So I will watch it because I keep hearing nothing but fantastic things about this. And now that I'm done rewatching House, that's what I was watching. I, was, I watched all eight seasons of House. Um, of course, it's going to be a little bit more difficult, though, because the baseball season's starting. So I'll be watching baseball games. Uh, let's see what else. Apparently this is still a thing. Jose. Oh yeah. Ta Nahishi Coates is turning in the draft for Superman. Is this, is this where they race bend Superman? Fuck no. Get out of here. I don't want that. Who the fuck wants that? Mike soups Kenobi. I've not seen Morbius, but how long do we have to wait for release the Morbius cut? Well, you got to say the director. It's release the uh, Espinosa cut. Okay? Show some respect. To start trending, from what I've heard, they're quite a bit missing. Oh, yeah, there definitely is from the movie that was uh, in the first trailer. Some things uh, were clearly reshot, recontextualized, and there's some really bad ADR. Yep. All the above for sure. Look at that logo. I love it. Look at that logo. Yeah, 3D, Rebel Moon logo. And then we got Robert Pattinson as my mom. Didn't show me a cosplay or anything like that. I have a GIF. Yes, I have a GIF where my head, if you actually go into Twitter, I think if you type in Film Junkie, I think, if you go into Twitter, you can actually get this GIF right here where somebody put my head on a fish. And, from, and it's, of course, uh, King Shark from the Harley Quinn show saying, Dave, I haven't seen you in years. It's great. Yeah, that's right. That's uh, that's when I, that's when you know you've made it when you can actually type in your name or your brand in Twitter and guess what? It comes up. So like it like that a lot. So. All right, guys. Wow. Whew, man. Cheers to this. Cheers to this stream so much, so much where there was other things that I wanted to talk about, too, that came over the weekend, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Two specific things, two articles, two articles that came out that we'll talk about tomorrow. Um, so look forward to that. And I uh, appreciate you guys uh, spending some time with me as per usual. Make sure you guys smash that like thumbs up before you leave. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, all that stuff. Um, join if you want to become a member. Hit the join button. Help out the pirate ship. Or if you want to help out the pirate ship with Patreon, try to do some exclusive stuff on there like outtakes and whatnot. All of that, so do that. And of course, the film Junk Plots is also down below. Follow me on the sock meds and everything. So, yeah. 
Oh, that's there. All right, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Same junkie time, same junkie channel. Bye-bye.